Welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. And now your host, John Clore. Hello, Mustang fans, and welcome to another Ford Performance Edition of the Mustang Owners Podcast. I'm your host, John Clore, and as the Enthusiast Communications Manager for Ford Performance, I hope that you are reading my efforts in the enthusiast section of FordPerformance.com every week. And as always, my co-host is none other than longtime club president and Mustang hobby and industry guru, Mike Ray, who is known in the enthusiast world as the king of connections. Mike, tonight our guest is a very good friend and we're lucky to have him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think we all got great stories just amongst the three of us. So uh, it's going to be cool to share some of them tonight and then share some stuff I'm sure that I don't even know about that you and Jay just know together. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you uh, are buckled in for this next half hour of the podcast because our guest tonight is from my SVT years, uh, Jason Demchek. Jason was the SVT Ford Marketing Programs and Vehicle Fleet Manager all those years when we had all that crazy fun over at Roush 333-777 and 56th and 57 and all the other buildings. And right up until the time SVT was disbanded, he's also a key player in the SV2A. And after a, spit, a stint with some other performance marketing companies, um, he became the Associate Director of Product Insights and Performance and SUV at GTB, which was formerly known as JWT, which we all know as J. Walter Thompson, which is at the time was Ford's major agency. Jason, welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast, brother. It's nice to hear from you again. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's good to uh, hear your voices and uh, you know talk uh, cars and history. Well, Jay, we go way back. You know, I had uh, I was one of the mercenaries that was brought in. Uh, to Ford SVT. I started in 1995 with the Cobra R launch at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. And you came along a little bit later, but you were just as insane as the rest of us. Uh, pure Mustang freak. And I know you you had that Fox body illness um, when you showed up at SVT. Uh, well, when did you wind up starting there? Starting what now? At SVT? My... my... Oh, my NSVT, that was uh, February of 99. Good God. You Right at the, uh, the heyday of, of our SVT. Um, and Jay, I know that, uh, you know, you were born and raised around town. You just love the Mustang. Uh, you know, you had, the, you had the car bug for all those years. But um, being at SVT had to be kind of like, if it, like it was for me, kind of like a dream come true. We're working for the coolest group at Ford Motor Company. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and there's a, you know, for another time, but, you know, I was going to school as a forensic science major. Then I was, you know, thinking federal government. And then I stayed another year, was going to go to law school and made a decision, you know, just, uh, you know, I wasn't quite feeling it. Right. Where's my passion? You know, what Mm -hmm. did I, what did I want to do? What I want to spend my time. So, you know, again, uh, probably been told that a few times in life you're nuts what are you doing you know you're not following this path you don't have an engineering degree how are you going to do automotive so i said well i'll just carve my own path <laughs> i'm going to go find something that i really uh, uh enjoy doing have a passion for uh experience knowledge and all that good stuff so uh i dug away and you know the stars aligned and uh 
the, the job was not described as such. You know, it was kind of in that arena, but I didn't really know uh, what the particular product or brand was. Uh, and once I found out, it was one of those moments in life where you're, say, you're just saying to yourself, like, this can't be real. This is uh, it's quite amazing. So well, I've got to tell you, uh, Jason, the rest you, of history, right? Yeah, you you definitely rose through the ranks of all the guys. You know, we had a lot of guys come off the info center and a lot of guys came right in to do marketing programs. Some of them were, uh, you know, just to do communication stuff like I did. And uh, there's a lot of PR work. Of course, you being the enthusiast that you were, we're already grounded in Mustang. You already uh, were, were, you know, knew the the enthusiast world well, and you kind of blended in. And once once you got involved in the marketing end of it, uh, man, you kind of ran with it. My my question is, you know, how did you wind up? I, don't tell me it was you just gravitated towards it because you like cars, because you wound up playing with the fleet more than anybody in the whole office. I mean, you got, you were always back and at Roush 56 talking to the guys, you know, you were back with the wrenches slinging it. And Mike, you know how the, you know how all those, uh, those, when the engineers go talk to their actual wrenches, those guys just like to get in the dirty, greasy part of the office, not the desk and the laptop. And those Roush boys um, were a lot of them were your great friends. You spent a lot of time back there, Jason, what were you doing? <laughs> Well, you know, any car guy wants to uh, not just talk about it, but see it and experience it. So, you know, we were so fortunate, John, that we had, uh, you know, that location at the Roush 56, 57 buildings where, you know, all the magic was happening, all the, the you know, all of the prototypes, all of the, you know, the 4GT programs and everything else. Um, you know, I, I even somewhat recently told someone that, you know, I kind of kick myself uh like with the 4GT program, for instance, or any of the program for that matter, that I should have kept a notepad and just kind of kept a daily journal, maybe taking some photos and taking some notes because, you know, some years later, here we are, I'm taking journalists and then kind of take them through the program and, you know, kind of uh, put the pieces together. And I'm like, you know, we could have, uh, we could have put that together. And John, you could have written a book. <laughs> 4GT alone. Ben so, there, you know, done that. <laughs> that's, that you know how it is, right? I, I just had a hunger for it. I, you know, uh, you know, people I grew up with, a buddy of mine, big, you know, we, we'd race all the time together and a fellow five, five liter guy. And, you know, we talk and say, you know, we're, we're kind of doing, we kind of joke around back and then we're younger, like, Hey, would it be great to have a day where, you know, or a job where you're, you know, you're around all these high performance cars. I mean, we go to mile and we go to all these events and drag races and, you know, we were just big into, uh, you know, Mustangs. And so here, you know, it, it's almost, you got to pinch yourself sometimes, you know, of course we had, we had real work to do, but the reality is it was all connected to what we had a passion for and what we loved. And, you know, we're having our weekly meetings with, you know, the top guys of SVT and we're discussing the product. And, and, uh, so for me, it was just, uh, it was awesome. It was, uh, you know, we were at a buffet and it was all the stuff was there for you. So, it, you know, nothing, nothing jumped in your lap. You kind of had to create things and, and, and you know, uh, follow where your passion took you. So that's what I did. Well, I tell you, uh, Mike, when was the first time you wound up meeting Jason Demchek? Do you remember? I'm trying to remember. Um... I know he was involved with a lot of the car shows up Woodward all the time when SVT had a presence there. And the SVT OA club had a presence up there. I know you worked with him with the club as well as I did. Yeah, uh, but, but it Jay, had to be before that. Yeah, Jay, do you remember the first time we met? 
No, I'm 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 kind of drawing a blank here. I mean, me too. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. This 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 the 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 enthusiast world, the 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 Mustang world, the car world. It's it's so huge, but it's so small, right? You know, I still right. keep in touch with people all over the country, whether they're journalists or you know, I met them somewhere, or they, you know, whatever the case may be. It's amazing how car guys come together. But I can't really figure out, you know, that time. I'm sure we've been at multiple. Yeah. Yeah, you know, God, many really trying to venues remember. or events or whatever, and maybe we didn't, you know, shake hands and meet. But you know, well, uh, I, I know you guys were talking up at the Wilder Dream Cruise because Jay, you were heavily involved with our marketing footprint up there, uh, getting cars and getting the engineers and the tents set up, and and Mike, of course, is always was always involved with that show and that event. You know, there was one year at Woodward that we were working with Nick Terzis and Jay. I think you might have been with that. We were trying to do a certain display on Woodward at the at Mustang Alley. And I think there was something on there. Maybe that might have been the first time. I, I can't remember. But we go back to our yeah. FBTOA days. We go back to the launch um, at the conference event center um, that right. you were working on and all that. So we had tons and tons of good memories. But, yeah, trying to pinpoint that first time, God, I don't know. But I would say it had to have been right. close to 10 years ago at least. Right. Because I know the launch of uh, S S550, um, but I know that we had, you know, we had connected long before then. Yeah. Yeah. For and that, sure. was, that was another one of my stints. So I did the, you know, performance PR for a, for a bit there. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's uh, kind of wiping off the cobwebs here. I can't really pinpoint <laughs> the time. Well, that's, a, that's what I want to do for our listeners tonight, Jay. I mean, we go back and we talk about those years at SVT. Of course, you know, uh, I started after Janine Bay left and John Plant was still looking for, uh, a replacement on the marketing side to be our boss, and uh, of course he brought in Tim Boyd, and Tim, uh, you know, was way different than John. John was kind of a from BMW. He was a, a very eccentric guy. Tim was a button button down shirt Ford guy, and uh, it was a, just a different life, you know. When we and we, uh, in case people didn't know this, this was one of the unique things about this niche vehicle marketing group. It was the Skunk Works. Uh, believe this or not, Mike, John Coletti sat on one side of the table and uh, the Tim Boyd and then later Tom Scarpella would sit on the other side. The center was filled with engineers and the marketing bosses. We were all along the wall. Talk about you want to be a fly on the wall in that meeting. We were always at that meeting. And Jason figured out the reason why we never, ever had a problem with the engineers showing up. And that was because our agency always had free lunch. At the, at the <laughs> that always goes a long way, doesn't it? Free pizza. Yeah. yeah, first it was pizza, and then they started asking for cold cut sandwiches. Then it was cookies. Then the lunch was like <laughs> it was expensive. Right. <laughs> Remember? I mean, but we would sit there, and uh, whether Jay went out to an event or um, you know we had Matt Porath, who also wound up working over there. I think he's still with the parent company of GTB, which is now um, Mike. What is the what's the team Detroit? <clears throat> Now it's kind of split up a bit. Yeah, it's I mean, called Mindshare. I think he works at Mindshare. But he was also right. another SVTer that went over there. And you guys, man, you were going everywhere. We had Steve and Rita. Remember them running the SVT trailer? Jay, you had to keep oh, yeah. cars. Somehow you'd have to keep that fresh and exciting and keep rotating the cars on and off the trailer. And you know, they started an apparel program. And you guys would come into the meeting and... <laughs> They would say, uh, well, what did the, you know, Jay, what did the customers say? What did the, what did the actual <laughs> owner say? And Jay, I, I got to give you credit. You said, well, Mr. Clady, they said, well, John, they said the seats in the Cobra suck. They should be better. And those, yeah. they, and they, they need more bolstering. And they said the, 
those aren't real gauges. <laughs> they don't want idiot lights. They want real gauge. You know, and we could say that and get away with that. Like, can you imagine getting away with telling them straight to the engineers who worked on it? We want better this and better that. And they want, you know, what the customers really wanted. The feedback went right to the engineers that worked on the program. I think that was the beauty of SVT. Yeah, well, and especially it's when you're guys to get it. So, oh yeah, especially when you're kind of you know wet behind the ears, and uh, you know, there's one thing to have an opinion. There's one thing to if you're passionate about what you're doing and you want to stick to the hallmarks, right? Performance, substance, exclusivity, value. You know. It, Whatever we would preach, if someone's going to stand up and preach about, hey, that we have to do something, uh, you know, that that benefits the customer. If it doesn't provide performance, we don't add it, we don't use it, so on and so forth. And and I can remember a meeting this back when we were uh, we're over at 50, building 57, and you know, I think it uh, had to do with a lightning program, and you know, we don't get into those details, but you know, you get a couple of young guys kind of piping up, and then you get kind of the look over from the uh, you know chief engineer and others, and you know, uh, we're like, hey, you know, we're gonna hold you to it. So then you kind of find out there's some realities within programs and mainstream that you, there's some compromises you have to make. So uh, sure, um, uh, but but yeah, know, we would speak up. We yeah. we talk with customers. We know we know what they want. We know we know what we want. But it's confirmed when you talk with you know hundreds and hundreds of people from all over the country. So um, no, I think that real was, world research, right? That was the key for our marketing and communications, Jason, because they'd say, "Well, how do you know what the enthusiasts want?" Uh, we are enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah. They are our friends. These are the people we deal with. It's just, we know, you know, we just, you don't have to ask questions, you know, and I think yeah. the beauty of working in that organization was the, the interaction with engineering, you had a tighter interaction, you had to put vehicles on, on the ground at all these events, and you worked more closely with that. You also were in more on the engineering side and the spec side where I was doing more of the communications work, but I got to tell you, once that thing took off and we started building things other than the Cobra and the PN96 Lightning, you know, I... Uh, I don't know if you remember when they brought out the Contour in 99 when you got there. I was supposed oh, yeah. to be, the, I had to do the dealer training video and they'd go, not Clore, we need somebody serious. He's too much of a jokester. And I don't remember, <laughs> do you remember the, do you remember the dealer training video when I came out with the, with that somber face and tried to scare everybody that said, hi, I'm John Clore with the special vehicle team. <laughs> I didn't smile. Star broadcast? Yeah, no, it was the dealer tape, the VHS tape we sent to all the dealers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And we, I mean, Mike, I got to tell you, the, the, the group was so tight knit. Um, I mean, we had our favorite guys that go to the engineers we could go to. They would come in there and raid Jason's marketing closet. And, and I don't know how you kept polo SVT polo shirts in there, Jason. That, that closet, did you have to change locks on there? The engineers broke in. How did you keep? How did you keep anything you know, stuff in there? Oh, who knows? Well, that was locked, I believe. So uh, it was always grease, right? Everyone supported the grease, even even management, you know, because they benefited from it and they they saw that. I there's there, there's a there's a whole uh, hour story there just talking about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Well, Mike, I have to tell you, you know, being that you for your time at Roush and you and I did a TV show out of the Roush museum. And one of our favorite cars was uh, John Coletti's boss nine Mustang, uh, this SN95. Jason Demchek is probably the most famous boss nine driver in the history of the four. Don't Jason, let me finish. Yeah. And I've heard parts of this story already. <laughs> All right. In the history of Ford special vehicle team, 
they didn't let anybody drive these cars. I mean, uh, maybe Dave Dempster, who we'll have on, maybe Mr. Coletti, or maybe some of the chief engineers of the, but they didn't let us marketing types touch these cars. But somehow, don't ask me how, Jason Demchek would get the keys and be able to drive. One time they showed them, and Jason, you can fill in where it was. I think you went to a, a drag racing event. You put the, the boss line up and they said, go ahead and run it down the quarter. And I thought, who let him drive this car in the quarter? And I remember the burnout was fantastic. And then so was the smoke that wasn't from tires. Jason, what happened? Yeah. So so that was actually the, what the, gosh, was it the 40th in Nashville? Yes. Yeah, I think it was the 40th in Nashville, and they had a burnout contest. So, <laughs> uh, and Dempster was there. He's like, yeah, I want to go into the burnout contest. So we, you know, I drove it all around. And, you know, I, you, know you can imagine, right? I mean, driving that car, everyone knows, you know, what it is. And that just, uh, Anyway, so we got to the burnout contest. And I'm like, okay, where's the, how do I activate the line lock on this? So he's like, nah, don't worry about this foot break it, foot break it. I'm like, well, you know, it's got pretty good brakes and back and everything. And this car has been put through, you know, oh, God. Oh. it's been put through the ringer. So the long and short of it is I was trying to get it. And the transmission was a bit, you know, there were a few things. I think it was due for a Roush kind of go through, <laughs> uh, you know, rebuild the trans, trans converter, some other things. So. I was trying to get it in gear and you can tell there's a video out there and it's kind of moving and it's just, I'm hitting the gas and it's just, it's free revving. So I'm kind of putting it in park. I'm putting it in reverse. I'm trying to move the car to engage it. So I finally got it into gear. What I, you know, it's kind of a slushy old SN95 automatic shifter. So it's kind of a little vague and I'm sitting there trying and I can tell the tires aren't going. I'm trying to rev it against the brake. And then I finally got it. And you know, after probably, you know, probably seemed like forever to me, it was probably maybe like 40 seconds. And uh, as it was going, uh, guys were yelling at me, get out of the car, it's on fire. They were I mean, just screaming at me. So I jumped out of the car. And uh, as it turned out, the, the converter ballooned and blew out. And then I think splashed on the exhaust on the headers and uh, caused a fire underneath. So, you know, the, the meeting afterwards, you know, we're talking about sitting in the same room with Coletti. It's, you know, when that topic came up, you know, I got kind of that, that nodding head from John looking over at me. I was like, what? It's, no, it's in the back garage. The yeah, video is back. everywhere, like, ladies you know, and gentlemen. Look up the, the boss uh, boss YouTube video that Jason, the, the fire was spectacular. The smoke was spectacular. You know, I, I shouldn't be one to to even talk is, you know, I made a convertible out of a lightning pickup. So I, I, I know, I know exactly what it is to get to drive one of these cars. We all went to the Bondurant school afterward, but I got to tell you, Jay, some of the cars you got to drive. And I remember just before we were disbanded and, you know, when we jumped in to try to rescue the SVTOA, and then when that's how we got involved heavily with Mike to help us, because he, if nobody knows clubs better than Mike, is that you, you showed up. I remember one time with a, Three a Boss three fifty one was it a ten cylinder SN ninety five? I think I think that's still around. Yeah, that was. Uh, I used to swap when I had the. I took that O three Cobra and basically kind of a stopgap measure in between product cycle and our, you know, the umbrella, the kind of the the the, the first Ford Performance uh, you know nomenclature was used, and so we wanted to kind of showcase the Ford Performance part. So I said, okay, let's have some fun and head cam, bigger blower, exhaust, two thousand Cobra, I mean, you name it. So I had some guys uh, do, you know, I had Dev Saberwall and some others do some calibration work and, you know, they work with Paul's high performance to do all the uh, wide open throttle testing on everything. So we would swap cars. So they heard about it. So the advanced engine guys, we'd kind of swap cars. So they give me the V10 car to give them that one to play with. And uh, and even though that the, the, the modified O3 Cobra, 
you know, it's probably in the kind of seven, 750 horsepower. Of course, this is back like 17 years ago. <laughs> uh, the, the, the V10 car was lower on power, but it was just a blast to drive. It was like a high winding uh, 427 is what it felt like, you know. Well, what a uh, car. Yeah, that's a special car. That thing's still around. They, they still I, have I heard Evan Smith or somebody. Yeah, Mike, do you? I don't think Roush has it in their museum like they do the nine. I, I think Ford still owns it. I've never seen that car. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now, that's why I'm, the reason I'm mentioning it is Jason had his hands all over that car. I know it's still at Ford. And Mike, uh, with Jason's connections with all the SVT guys and all our years together, and he was back in the garage with all these guys, um, we're going to ask Jason a big favor because, Mike, you're planning to do something real special as SVT nears its 30th anniversary um, coming up. Why don't you let everybody know what your plans are? Yeah, so we are doing um, the SVT 30-Year Bash, which will be the largest SVT gathering of cars, people, anything you can think of uh, on the planet uh, ever. So we got a lot of the heavy hitters involved already that already committed to helping us. And Jason, you're for sure going to be one of those guys. Um and we're just going to, we're going to pull out all the bells and whistles, poor ass, bring, digging up some old stuff for us. Um, and, you know, the ultimate key, and it's never been accomplished yet, but the ultimate key is to try to get Coletti there to, to walk around a little bit. And, uh, uh, you know, Scarpello's on board, uh, Dempster's on board, you know, uh, Marcy with the SVT store is going to be there with, uh, you know, all the good stuff and the new Fox body books coming out at the time. Um, you know, we're going to have some of the, um, the, the early cars there and some of them out of the Roush museum, hopefully will join yeah, us. And, uh, yeah. Let's get that boss nine, Jason. Maybe you can do burnout again. Exactly. It's no, yeah. it's going to be a great, great time. But if you ever wanted to, to be the best at the best SVT gathering, um, for an enthusiast side like that, you know, um, this is going to be it. And, uh, It'll be in Dearborn um, in uh, August, so it's going to yeah, be a great, great time. The Mustang Memory Show is always the day after the Woodward Dream Cruise. We're back at the World Headquarters, and Mike, we can maybe try to get Ford to bring out that V10 Cobra that Jason put together, and uh, we used to call it the uh, the the, the, bo the the boss car. Uh, yeah, I need to know more about this car because I, I've never seen this, and or if I did, I wasn't aware of what it was. Oh, yeah. And it's it's out there. So, uh, Jason, you know that uh, Memories always has a special row of cars that nobody ever gets to see. And maybe we can pull right. some. And the whole idea, ladies and gentlemen, is to, you know, this these these years we spent with SVT, you know, it was it was a phenomenal time. And we built some of the greatest. It was the, the longest running, most successful niche vehicle, high performance marketing group in the history of Ford Motor Company. And uh, to be part of that. And we, you know, to try to find all the guys, they've pretty much gone to all to the ends of the earth. We're trying to bring them all back together, maybe do like a dinner and have uh, speakers and a presentation. But at the show, Mike is uh, really wants to put a big top hat together like we did for the 50th uh, at the event center and have a SVT Heroes lineup where you can get a keepsake and walk down the line and meet all the engineers and marketing people, all the team members that made SVT what it was. Jason, this sounds like a lot of fun. I, I'm almost getting goosebumps thinking about it. Uh, for sure, John. I mean, you you know, it's the, the product is important, right? It's what brings everyone together. But the beauty of it is, is friendships and the people, um, you know, people gather for a reason. The cars bring them together, but, you know, ultimately it's the people. So I look forward to, you know, catching up with uh, a lot of folks we haven't seen and talked to in a long time. 
Well, um, you're going to be in that lineup. Ladies and gentlemen, you get the uh, chance to come to Detroit, come to the Woodward Dream Cruise, go to Mustang Memories the day after, and meet Jason, um, be in line with all these guys. We're going to do our best to uh, get Mr. Coletti back on board. You know, there is some talk of an SVT gathering down at the uh, Summit Motorsports Park uh, in July that year and bring some uh, Coletti's thinking of leaning that way to go. So we want all the Janine Bay I've talked to. Um, uh, you know, we've got some, some of the big heavy hitters and just regular guys that made your cars that people would never get to meet. And that's your chance to have pictures taken with them, talk to them, get something signed uh, and meet the people that, that built these great cars. So we're looking forward to that. But Jason, after that, you know, um, we, uh, the SVT away was when SVT was disbanded and all the guys pretty much wound up over at Ford racing. I was working on the website side. You were doing the team Ford racing stuff and the outreach and, um, that's when we tried our best to find a home for SVTOA, which was a Ford run club. First, we tried with SAC and that didn't work out. And then um, we tried to get it a standalone. We tried for years. And what happened when the corporate world did not get behind that? Um, it was really difficult. And if it weren't for Mike Ray, we probably wouldn't have lasted as long as we did. You recall how tough that was throwing events, no marketing help and um, just doing it on with with friendships i think now that we have this this valuable time that's gone between the time even svtoa went away and now i think jason there's got to be a bigger interest out there for people and a better appreciation for svt don't you think well you know just it, it's like history repeats itself right i mean if you look at you know what was happening around shelby in the 70s right you know, late seventies, eighties, you know, probably not, not a whole lot. Now the, the cars and the stories and all of the history behind it really starts to boil up. So, you know, as cars get older and, you know, uh, people get older and I think there's just a lot of interest, you know, they, these cars are now highly sought after and you're seeing the crazy prices for them. And that just kind of shows you the level of interest there is in them. So, uh, if we can be of any any help and uh, you know bring the stories to people, they may have purchased a '93 Cobra or a 2000 Cobra R, and they really don't know much other than what the magazines cover. I think that events like this kind of bring you right to the the epicenter and the stories and the development and stuff. And uh, I think it's important for enthusiasts. I think you know I've, I've never gone to an event or talked to an owner and they've said, "Ah, I don't want to hear anything about that." So. Yeah, uh, I think events like this are, are really great. So, well, Mike, uh, you're the you're the man. You know, I told you, Mike, when uh, a couple years back, uh, maybe just it was a couple years before COVID. Uh, I remember pulling into Mustang Memories, and uh, some guy with a '93 Cobra pulls into the the lot. He had you had special parking for SVTOA members, and um, he was just getting done wiping it down, and then elderly gentleman walked over with a with a ball cap and he was just looking at the car and so the owner comes up to this guy and he says hey you know anything about these cars that's this is my 93 cobra you know anything about them and the guy goes oh yeah quite a bit he goes really he goes yeah i worked at ford he goes really where'd you work and he pointed to the top of world headquarters and he said up there and i said <laughs> i said that's neil wrestler he goes what i go He's the co-creator of SVT. He, he knows about the Cobra. And they shook hands. He almost fell over. What is Neil Ressler doing at the Mustang Memory Show? Well, Mike, you always have Ford execs coming to that show. That's the best part about it. And a lot of them try to go incognito. Some don't. Um, Farley's there every single year. I can't tell you the last time Farley missed the Mustang Memory Show. Um, 
But yeah, it's great to see those guys walking around and, um, you know, if you get a chance to come up on them, I mean, Halderman's been there. Um, Terzis never misses a Mustang memory show. And, you know, those guys are so knowledgeable and have been part of so much Mustang history that you can just brush shoulders with them and um, just, you know, by chance, just start having a, a conversation that you'll probably cherish forever. Yeah, all the engineers walking through there, you, know, you have no idea that they're just enjoying the cars too. So we're going to ask anybody that owns an SVT vehicle, uh, whether Jason blessed it or not, or I worked on it on that program or not, or well, anything that's had SVT on it, um, to come to the uh, the anniversary reunion next August and to come celebrate. What a great brand, Jason. What a great time. Now, Jay, you worked with a foreign high-performance manufacturer, didn't you? Yeah, during the timing, uh, you know, when uh, things were really great with the economy, right? What, uh, <laughs> 08, 09? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, you remember uh, Kevin Fisher? Uh, he was an intern at SVT back in the day. He got his, he graduated, went into engineering, manufacturing. Wasn't quite his uh, cup of tea, I think. So I think he went out to the left coast, uh, yeah. was working for Nissan. And, um they moved to Tennessee, and so he ended up doing work for Lamborghini North America, and uh, he and I were chatting. He said, hey, the COO is going to be in Detroit. You know, you might want to meet up with him and chat. And the rest is history. So, yeah, I messed around with the uh, with Lamborghini for a while, which was fun. And no, this is and I just got pulled back to Dearborn from oh, yeah. uh, another former colleague. Well, Ford, said, hey, yeah, but I'm run the PR at World Headquarters. I said, <laughs> you know, we'll give it a whirl. Sure. Why yeah, not? but Mike, Mike, can you imagine if you weren't jealous enough of Jason Demchek driving all the cool concept cars and SVT, <laughs> then all of a sudden you find out he's driving Lamborghinis around. What? What is with this guy? So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's so much more to his career too that I mean we haven't even touched on. Oh yeah, there yeah. Well, Jay, there there's, there's so many great stories and some of the great cares Tom Chapman will have on. We'll have Dempster on. Some of the great stories of, of the, you know, Coletti is a one-of-a-kind guy. It was a one-of-a-kind program. Each car required its own audience. We were, we did outreach before it was cool. We, we treated people like family before that was a buzzword at Ford. We did all these things 10 years before, you know, th this ever became even knowledge at Ford. And I think it's the way business needs to be done the way we did it, which is to be plugged into your customers so tightly that, and we knew their every step and every desire. Jay, thank you so much. You know, John, what I'd like to do and offer Jay this right now, too, is in okay. the springtime, I would love to put an SVT panel together on a podcast with us and get all the, some of the heavy hitters on there together and let them share some stories that they worked on and maybe make it even a 45-minute a podcast or something on that one. And, uh, you know, kind of like you know, a Share preview? some good stories. Yeah. And, and, like and, and, and promote the SVT event that will be coming up in a couple months. Yeah, that's that's For a sure. great idea, Jay. Would you be willing to throw yeah, dirt? Bring in, bring in the big guns. I'll be a supporting cast. I'll just uh, <laughs> I'll be there for sure. I always uh, love talking about. We might have you call uh, Gladi for us, Jay. Yeah, that's right. No, we're. <laughs> I we're told making... John. I said next if you go out there, make sure to go with me. I want to have a little talk with John. I want to. I want to kind of uh, put some perspective on this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's time to enjoy the people and the times. Uh, you know. Uh, you know to kind of celebrate that. You know. Yeah, and the accomplishments that uh, were done. Oh yeah, right. yeah. You know, the, and you could you could say that the Ford GT, you know, it, it, a lot of people say, oh, it broke the back of that little group, but it really was the exclamation point of that group. And what a phenomenal machine that was! And what what a time! Th th those were the times. And 
I, I got to tell you, Jay, um, it's going to be a special moment when we get to go back to uh, World Headquarters in Dearborn and hang out with some of these old guys and and young guys that that really made this group great. So we're looking forward to that, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that you're looking forward to that. Jay, thanks you so much for your time tonight. I, I appreciate it, and thank you for having me. And uh, it's a, a pleasure chatting with you guys. Well, Mike, we're going to make it happen. We'll be calling on Jay to start uh, knocking on some doors and bringing the old guys back, no matter where they might might have moved to. <laughs> get them back into Detroit next August. So uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we can we can get a good crowd like you had, Mike, at that Mustang Heroes banquet. That, to this day, I think, is still being remembered by even Ford employees who talk about that. Yeah, their greatest uh, 50th event um, of, all, of all the celebrations. And it wasn't a Ford event. It was yours. That's correct. <laughs> right, right. Well, well, that just gives you a little hint of things to come, ladies and gentlemen. We want to give our thanks again to Jason Demchek, our former SVT compatriot. And uh, of course, uh, all his great stories you'll have for us if you do come out to the SVT reunion. And I'm sure my co-host Mike Ray will make that all happen. And until next time, we'll just have to make sure that we see you down the road.